Hello and welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. We bring you interviews from people who have conquered the trickiest of health challenges using the Functional Diagnostic Nutrition philosophy and similar healing modalities. You're going to hear from experts who have been through the ringer with their health issues and yet managed to come out on the other side. If you're interested in natural healing and or functional medicine, congrats, you are in the right place. You can always visit us at functionaldiagnosticnutrition.com. But for now, here is today's episode. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by Functional Diagnostic Nutrition. My name is Evan Transu, aka Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. And we have a bit of a unique episode today for a couple of reasons. One is the fact that we are talking about sound healing with our guest, Ian Morris. And sound healing is definitely not a topic that I think has ever been brought up on this show. Certainly, if it has, it's been very brief and was just touched upon maybe for a second or two. We've never had one episode where we touched on it in depth and had real questions about the science behind it. How does it work? We touch on all of that today, so it's going to be pretty cool. In addition, um, another reason that it's unique is because this episode is actually the audio extract of one of our pro series webinars for AFDNP. Now, AFDNP is the Association of Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Practitioners. It is something that, I mean, if you're not even an FDN trainee yet, uh, this is pretty far down the line for you. But once someone goes through the FDN course, they have the ability to join AFDNP. It is an optional thing. It's not required. No one has to do it. Nothing like that. But many graduates do choose to do that because the association gives you a bunch of extra benefits. We've touched on that in a separate episode with Jennifer Woodward. Uh, but one of the benefits out of the many that we get is Pro Series. And Pro Series is when she brings on a guest. It'd be similar, I guess, to a podcast, except it's not as interview based. I mean, I do ask questions today, but that's just my style. Typically people would come on and it'd be more webinar format, but there's a live Q and a, so that's the advantage because I know a lot of the times we have guests on here and I do imagine that some of you guys would love to be asking questions live, but it's just not really practical when we're recording the podcast. So the pro series is kind of like a cool middle ground and we bring on specific people on there. It's not the same guests typically that we have on the Health Detective Podcast. In fact, it's completely different. I would say it gets much more technical on there, where here we typically flow with a little bit more of a story. However, what's cool as a little teaser is you guys responded so well to our episode with Ryan Monahan, uh, which was... It was within the last two months, that's for sure, but it was all about analyzing thyroid markers and we did a live video on it and it was one of our better downloaded podcasts of all time in terms of the audio. So that was amazing. We want to do more like that and I have some cool things like that coming up. For today, you're actually going to hear the bio read in the podcast itself because I read it live when we were doing that. So I do not have much more time to take from you guys. We are going to get right to it. Without further ado, let's get to today's episode. All right, we will get this rolling then. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another pro series um, with... Evan Transu. I have never been here before for a pro series, but you guys probably, I feel like I know most of the names that are already on here today. Um, and if nothing else, I know that you guys hopefully listen to the Health Detective podcast. And I asked uh, for Jennifer's permission, and we will be actually saving this episode on our podcast as well, um, Joe and Ian. So that's a lot of listeners on there. Um, and I'll 
make sure I do an intro, give the proper context and stuff. But yes, Jennifer is on a division head meeting. And so they said, hey, who likes to talk and get on camera? And of course, <laughs> that's me. So I'm here with you guys. I want to um, read the bio today to give you guys a little context of what we're talking about. Um, we're going to be talking with Ian Morris about sound healing. And we're also talking about uh, talking to Joe Phillips. And we'll explain how these two come together as we move along in the presentation. So a little bit about Ian. He calls himself a sound alchemist. However, his personal story is Joe Dispenza level fascinating. In 2011, he was diagnosed with colon cancer and MS. Ian's cancer was advanced, but because he didn't have insurance as a musician, he didn't seek the treatments or see the specialists that doctors referred him to. The medical debt became too much that he had to accept death or dive into holistic healing. So we know which one he chose. He discovered the healing power of sound, which naturally intrigued him as a musician, and he began working with frequencies alongside deep meditation and mindfulness. Breathwork, meditation, and sound healing were the gateways to helping him shift his mindset, which in turn gave him the strength to change his eating and sleeping habits. It was the combination of diet, proper sleep, and holistic modalities that facilitated this healing. Over time, he successfully reversed both diagnoses. This is what inspired him to begin listening, quote, listening to smile, end quote. Um, this is awesome. Those are some pretty serious diagnoses, obviously. Uh, we deal with a lot of people, especially myself on the podcast, getting to interview people who have been through these health challenges. Uh, they've been through some stuff, not always life-threatening. And we both have colon cancer and MS here. MS is one of the only uh, directly life-threatening autoimmune diseases. And of course, colon cancer is not a great thing to be having. And yet here you are today sharing the story with us and um, on the webinar. That's amazing. So welcome. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to share the story and the music and everything. So thanks for having me. Absolutely. And so how we're going to work this today is because I have some questions for you guys, of course, but I also understand that you probably want to share some information with us to start off. Is that correct? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> as far as I um, knew, uh, you know, ahead of time was Joe was kind of, uh, we were going to focus a little bit about the workplace wellness and kind of how the FDN network could uh, utilize the, the music and the mm -hmm. tools that, that we have. So, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I have no problem. Um, guiding it then at least to some degree, because my first thing we'll at least get this set up today, um, is what is the frequency minded music, this sound healing thing? I mean, how do, how do people use it? Why does it work? I mean, let's just dive into that because admittedly, even for me, I've heard of it, no pun intended. Um, well, that's right. a terrible joke. This is why they don't let me host these things normally. <laughs> Uh, this is why Jennifer's with you guys. I, I can't resist. Um, but seriously, though, even as someone who's very functionally oriented, I admittedly um, don't know nearly enough about that, nor would I have ever known that this could be something so powerful as to be contributed to a legitimate healing in the way that you experience. So what is this sound healing? Yeah. So basically we're using frequency as a guide or a bar. Um, you know, we all have those friends who, you know, can complain a lot or look at the world and everything's out to get them. And if you hang out with those people long enough, that energy starts rubbing off on you. But the same, the other side of that coin is we all have those friends who are very positive and outgoing and see the world as sunshine and rainbows. And if you hang out with that person, that starts affecting you as well. So these, uh, this music is really just tools that change your vibration. And it's through consistency <clears throat> and through that, that raising the vibration or raising the bar of what you're surrounding yourself with 
And I think that one of the big things that we try to do with our listeners is really concentrate on the focus that everything is vibration of light or sound in this perceived reality. So what we're having them look at is then the thoughts they're thinking, the food they're eating, the people they're surrounding themselves with, the media, the TV, the film that they're taking in, you know, all of these are inputs of vibrational Mm -hmm. uh, proportions, you know, that are affecting our vibration, our personal vibration. So this music is really just a tool that helps to be that good friend, that positive friend that's helping to uplift uh, and encourage them to stay their highest vibration. Okay. And I think this is something yeah. that resonates with a lot of the people here. Um, I mean, I don't know every FDN, but typically every FDN has a more open mind to some of these concepts than perhaps, you know, the average person. And we've had to become open, open-minded. It wasn't really even a choice. Uh, you are forced into open-mindedness when you deal with these chronic diseases, as you know, I mean, you're either going to get better or you're not. And to get better, right. you might have to start thinking outside the box. So on a surface level, this makes sense to me. I'm totally a believer that we're the product of the five people we spend the most time with. Um, I am admittedly someone who practices visualization techniques to try to bring in the things that I want into my life. But I also do that with a lot of faith. And there's nothing wrong with faith. Faith is a, uh, a beautiful thing. But I'm curious, like, is there, like, what is the science behind this with what you're saying in terms of like actually getting people better? Because I'm not familiar with it. Is there science already showing the benefits of this? Yeah, there's science as far as binaural beats. I mean, there's a lot of actual studies, case studies and clinical studies on binaural beats and how powerful and effective they are, which is essentially what we're using as the root foundation of the listening to smile music. We've kind of enhanced it and made it a little more modern, but uh, a lot of that, you know, work started coming out in the late 60s, early 70s and into the 80s. Um, where binaural beats became very popular and even more so now with like hypnotherapists, life coaches, you know, things of that nature and a lot of people getting into the power of the law of attraction and manifestation. A lot of people are starting to get into binaural beats as another tool to add to those practices. But um, what we're doing is we're integrating our music um, with modern genres so you're talking about trip-hop hip-hop folk pop rock and typically things that you wouldn't think of um binaurals being included in um and and the type of frequency work that we're doing so we were really out to create a soundtrack for healing and so we kind of crossed over into those more upbeat tracks for workout and things of that nature but yes there is um you know, trials that are showing that certain hertz, um, like 111 hertz has been clinically proven to help dissipate like uh, feelings of depression, uh, you know, and, and clients. And so when you start working with these frequencies and incorporating them into like meditation music, you're already kind of um, engaging the body with these binaural beats um, in a way that really targets the stress response. So you're talking about lowering the heart rate, which can be proved proven, you know, through science, you have people that brainwaves are, you know, the brainwave state is changed, you know, to like a theta pattern, which is what we hit just before REM sleep. So what you're talking about with this music that can be proven by science is actually targeting the stress response of the body, lowering heart rate, lowering the brainwave activity. And then you start working on a more um, personal level and like a coaching one-on-one situation where you're really talking about 
creating new neuropathways in the brain, creating new belief systems, new, you know, um, consistencies with the way that uh, a client talks with themselves, you know, um, the way they, they internally speak. So it's really rewiring um, stagnant energy and creating um, new belief systems through that interaction. So you're really talking about something that's on a mental and physical level simultaneously. That's cool. This sounds to me um, like I'm I'm really passionate. We all have like our little side passions in this world of kind of holistic healing. Um, for me, it's light. And it sounds like this is conceptually similar in the sense that there is really solid science going back from quite some time. And now it's almost like being brought to the light again. No, yeah, I mean, definitely no pun intended with that one. Um, it's being brought <laughs> to the light again so that we are now re-examining this stuff and more and more is coming out. So we already know it's good. And possibly there's sometimes that it's working and maybe we don't even fully understand why, but the science is going to catch up to this. And it's certainly not, I guess what I wanted to establish today is this is not woo woo by any means. And what you just said is already more than valid enough. Um, and bringing in the binaural beats, I'm like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Like I've used those for probably almost nine years um, in meditation, right? Because it does, it helps yeah. calm you down and focus you rather quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was working with a, a monk uh, about three years ago. And one of the things that he said whenever he worked with our music for about a week and a half, two weeks, he said, I spent 25 years, you know, working uh, with my brothers on meditation and learning how to quiet my mind and to set myself up for these meditative states to heal my body and to go into deep meditation for, you know, spiritual enlightenment and, you know, et cetera. And so he was saying that when I put on the headphones with this music, you know, it's doing it instantaneously, like where he's saying that it, you know, it took him 20, 25 years to get to a point where the music is doing it with the snap of a finger, just putting it on and hitting play. And he said, within a few minutes, you're already setting up into that state without any kind of conscious, effort moving into that and so i think that's what's real important is there's a lot of people out there that believe that meditation takes 20 years and and a lot of people are overwhelmed by that thought and don't start the practice because it seems so overwhelming and i think that this is the perfect opportunity for uh, practitioners to have an additional tool in their tool belt that can engage their clients it, it not only creates another point of contact where they're interacting with that client, but it also is giving them a tool to use at home that really helps to um, create another facet of healing. You know, I believe that healing is a multifaceted approach. It's not just nutrition. It's, it's the mindset first, then the nutrition, then moving the body, getting enough sleep. You know, it's like giving the body what it needs. It's, so it's a multifaceted approach, but I think this is something that helps get the mental game established where people can really get behind it and from a mindset standpoint. Awesome. All right. And Joe, we're going to bring you in here in just a second. I, I'm not leaving you hanging. Uh, one other thing I want to know from you though, first, please, Ian, is I, I'm kind of curious because I read your bio and I mean, I just, it's summarized as you want, or as long as you want, it really doesn't matter to me. I'm just curious about like the background story and how this led to eventually LTS for you and, and forming these things. Because I mean, what, what were we, what were you even thinking um, when you had these diagnoses? Like, I don't want to go too much into my normal podcast interviewing mode. I know we're here to talk about other things today, but I mean, I got to know what, what the story is like, like, how did this all even come to be? Yeah. 
Well, uh, growing up, I had played sports my whole life. So I was pretty active. Like I played from T-ball, baseball, and I was a pitcher. And I played from T-ball all the way to high school. And when I was in about ninth and 10th grade, I started getting college scouts and professional scouts that were coming to my games. And most of my life, uh, you know, was told that I was going to play professional baseball from everyone around me. And uh, one day I was running around the bases. I think I was in 11th grade uh, and passed out uh, when I was running the bases. You know, I'd hit, hit, hit a ball, was running. I was between first and second base and I just passed out and went to the hospital and they diagnosed me with mitral valve prolapse and just said that there's like a heart arrhythmia that I had and the mitral valve prolapse were acting together. And they said it uh, most likely is not going to kill you. But when those happen together, then basically you're losing oxygen to your brain. Um, and I, um, I'll, I'll, when, when that information got out, all the scouts left, you know, I, everyone kind of was lost interest in me. And I think there was a real deep depression whenever you have spent that much time focused on, you know, a goal and then it's taken away from you. So, um, I started self-medicating, you know, drinking and, and hanging out with not my normal friends, not the, the jocks or the sports guys, but you know, the, the, uh, creative people and, and, you know, the drug people and just party people and, and started really self-medicating. And there was a, a weight gain that started happening and then food, um, I learned to let go of the self-medication as far as the drinking and smoking and things like that. But I started eating differently as a crutch, you know, using food as a crutch and gaining weight. And I think that it was, you know, a good 10 years of just depression and, and weight gain. And uh, one day I started having these health issues and it took them about a year to get a real diagnosis. I was kind of bounced back and forth. And I was already a musician. Uh, I didn't have health insurance. So, you know, it, not having that health insurance, you don't always receive the, the greatest uh, of care. So it took about a year to be diagnosed. And it was a very um, dark night of the soul. And uh, I, I read Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. That was one of the books that came in, into my path. And then another one by uh, Dr. Mitchell Gaynor called The Healing Power of Sound. And those two books just hit at the right time, you know, that eureka moment where I was like, I'm already a musician, I could do this stuff. And I started, you know, having the faith, like you said, moving into the belief that I could um, heal myself. And it was from these books and this literature that really encouraged me to step into that. And so it took about a year and a half of like really trying to rewire my mind, um, come out of that depression and, the, and that self-talk you know, that defeatist talk and that hopelessness that I was in. Um, and I really contribute the binaural beats to being the first thing that really helped shift my mindset to that hope, those moments of hope and really moving into getting up and doing the baby steps necessary. Um, it took me, I was at my heaviest, I was about 320 pounds um, and just not in uh, a, a great space. So I lost over a hundred pounds the first year started getting into breath work, meditation, and sound healing. Those were the first three things. Those things were um, actively progressing me forward to a point where I could start making better decisions about food, moving my body more than I was, um, and really learned a little bit more about sleep and the, the cycles that take place when we sleep for the filtering process. Um, so yeah, all of that just brought me to a point where 
I started creating my own music um, through the encouragement of these books. And as I started, um, uh, you know, getting into the music and sharing it with people, um, they were like, this is what you did to, to lose 100 pounds. And I was like, absolutely. You know, so it was something that just started growing um, into personal and friendships and, and family. Uh, and they started seeing the same results that I was seeing changes in their sleeping patterns, changing in the ways that they were looking at food, uh, changes in the way that their body was responding. And so, you know, it was just something that was really encouraged. It was never something I really thought about making into a business, but it was just, I had so many positive results and friends and family started having very similar that I was encouraged, you know, through so many friendships, like, hey, you need to share this with more people. So it grew to yoga studios and holistic practices. And then, uh, you know, it took the last five years, but we've grown into nine different countries now all over the world, working with people, holistic practitioners with this music. So this is so cool. This is how the best businesses are started. <laughs> and I feel like this is just speaking our tribe's language because no one gets into this space by accident. I always make right. a joke. There's no five-year-olds out there that are like, mom and dad, I can't wait to be a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner. And I would assume there's not a lot of five-year-olds saying, mom and dad, I can't wait to get into sound healing. Like that's, that's where I want to go. Right. And that's, what's even cooler about these things is because if you're doing it, it's because you love it. It's because you felt called to it. And there's something there um, truly for you. So Joe, I want to bring you in really quick too, to kind of combine this all together. How did you become involved um, with Ian LTS? And like, I'd love to hear any background about your story too. I also think um, you had mentioned the cliff bar thing when we were not recording yet, but that's, that's definitely something we need to share in the audience. Cause that's pretty amazing that you're doing that. So um, introduce yourself. Let's hear about you. Thanks. Thanks, Evan. So I've been at Cliff Bar for quite some time now, started the corporate wellness program here. I've been here about 26 years, and I'm always looking for creative ways to help sustain our population, our employees. I am a Czech certified instructor for nutrition as well as personal trainer, in addition to being an FDN. And with our dress model, our five foundational principles, I thought this would be a perfect opportunity to bring Ian in to this conversation. But I also thought if I brought Ian into Cliff Bar, since we're doing so much, we already offer yoga, you know, we offer massage, physical therapy, acupuncture, all of that already. So I thought, you know what? This is right up our alley. So I saw Ian being interviewed with Paul. I reached out to Ian, told him what I was up to. And he's like, yeah, we can work with you and do some stuff. So we're in transition. We were just recently sold to Mondelez, uh, parent company Kraft for $5 billion. And there's a lot of stress going on because there's a lot of uncertainty. So I said to Ian, I'm like, hey, look, I know you do more than stress reduction, but I think we could really use your help. And I lead uh, sonic meditation programs and use listening to smile for our staff. And they found it very helpful to help relieve that stress and anxiety that's going on. And for some of the other folks, we're actually using it for focus and productivity because I came with the area or thinking of let's, let's use this to help people sort of bring it down a level with the anxiety and stress, but there's so much more it can do. And we're seeing some really great results. And I wanted to share this out. So I reached out to Jennifer and said, hey, I think this would be a great opportunity for the FDNs to use this 
as a tool with their clients and show them because it ties right into the dress model that we already use. So that's how I came into this with Ian and FDN. Awesome. And that's, I mean, totally impressive over two decades um, with it's a major company, right? It's like something that literally everyone has heard of health space or not. I can picture my dad, even as he, I love him to death, smokes two packs of cigarettes a day. Mm-hmm. He would know this. You're like, that's the stuff in the bike shops, right? Like because you guys are everywhere. I mean, that's, that's really kind of cool. Um, The one thing then, and it could be for Ian or Joe, I assume it would go to Ian. But one thing I, I want to just clearly define here then, because when we were talking about your story, Ian, I don't know um, if we fully got this. So listening to smile is, is what exactly? And for those listening, that's what I keep referring to when I say LTS, that's what that stands for. So um, just so it's crystal clear, what is this and, and what does it do? Yeah. So I would define listening to smile as a unique sound healing company that specializes in music licensing. And so what that means is we're creating, we have a catalog of over 700 songs that are in frequency-based music, which means we have songs that are focused on body organs like the lungs, small intestines, large intestines, the liver, things of that nature. But we also have binaural beats that are targeting brainwave states. We have music that is uh, like there's uh, 528 hertz people will define as the frequency of love. So that we have music that's created in the frequency of love. So there's um, everything from chakras, planetary frequencies, body organ frequencies, and then the Schumann resonance and solfagio scales. We have a broad spectrum of frequencies that we work with to target different areas of focus. So we created this catalog to be used in these holistic ways, you know, um, life coaches, uh, hypnotherapists, acupuncture, um, chiropractors, yoga studios, you know, everyone's using this in different ways. They make their own playlists, they create the music. Um, a lot of holistic practitioners, the licensing side of the business comes in where a lot of holistic practitioners use music in their practice in some form or fashion. If they're working with coaching to pump them up for workouts or inspire them, um, people do guided meditations or help sleep, you know, tracks to help with sleep things of that nature. But a lot of people don't realize when you're creating programs that you're pushing out and charging money for, if you're using somebody else's music, you're actually breaking copyright law unless you have a license to use that music. So we wanted to create something that was a new paradigm in licensing that was fair, but also creating more, you know, like Spotify has a lot of great music on there. A lot of it I would not use in a holistic manner because of the lyrics and the things it's based in, the intentions that that music as well as the tunings of the music are different. So standard music is in 440. Our whole catalog is in 444 and 432. Uh, 432 was um, concert pitch or the way that everyone tuned music um, in the original, you know, old school days. And as we've moved into this 440, there's a lot of research and science that shows that standard tuned music is out of alignment with the human body, plants and animals and the way that our cellular growth happens. So the frequencies of the music are different. The intention of the music is mostly instrumental and meant to be used in these types of applications, you know, the way the frequencies are based for healing and release work. Um, And then you have this whole catalog that is now privately licensed to the practitioners and creating a multi-use license. And what that means is they can use it in YouTube videos, social media, they can use it on podcasts, they can use it in all of those ways under this program, they can also resell the music to their clients. Like if a yoga studio is hosting an event and people are like, man, I really love the music from today. They say, hey, here's a code. 
you know, go make a purchase. If you purchase that uh, album, you're actually supporting the studio as well because we're getting a portion of that sale. So there's a lot of things like that. And then they can also create their own white label products. So like they could make their own guided meditation, positive affirmation album, coaching album based around this, even like personal trainers. Um, and we're even getting into working with chefs with like intentional eating, you know, conscious, you know, eating and creating meditations around slowing down, chewing your food, having gratitude for what you're taking in. And it's really changing people's perceptions of where their food comes from, the, the ingredients of their food, and then also the intentionality behind their eating. So there's, there's so many applications that you can apply with this music, but it's also creating more revenue streams for the practitioners as well. So that's really the focus of what Listening to Smile is doing is creating this catalog of uh, frequency-based music and then creating opportunities for the license, uh, license um, distribution where there's actually multiple revenue streams created and also support where you know you're not going to be sued using this music. Interesting. Okay. And then, I mean, this definitely could be uh, for you as well, Joe. I mean, this is again, major company, a lot of respect just in the world of business, let alone in the world of health and fitness. So what have you, have you seen? Um, did you see, I, I know this alone probably wouldn't create the most insane testimonials, but, but I'm curious of the feedback because FDNs, uh, just so you guys both know, primarily are making the income off our expertise, right? That's the primary thing. The supplements, the other things, they're, they're side things, right? Which are great. That's It's wonderful to increase revenue if we can. But since the core comes from the expertise, we're willing to add pretty much anything on as long as we can see, hey, what is this doing for people? So um, yeah, I'm curious, like, are there any cool stories or anything that comes to mind if I was wondering like, all right, what has this done that someone verbally gave like some type of testimonial to um, or came to you guys and said like, hey, this was amazing because I think that's what's going to get our FDNs really excited about this and myself included. Yeah, well, I'll jump in real quick. Ian has some stories, I'm sure, as well. So at Clifford, we created this program, and it's part of Ian's affiliate program, and he'll share more about that in a moment. But basically, for some of the folks that were coming in, they were noticing, and we actually, what I do in my practice is I have everyone check in, and they get like a scorecard on a scale of 1 to 10, and they check in, like, where are they? 10 being the best ever zero, basically you're dead, right? So they're checking in, they're saying, okay, today I'm like at a five. And when they're coming into the studio and we do our meditation. And then after our meditation, I ask them again on their scorecard, where have they uh, changed it all? Or have they come up or down on the scale? And obviously nine times out of 10, people are actually moving up. I actually had a um, client of mine or employee here actually move up five basis points in one meditation. She's a little more skilled, but when she got into it, she's like, wow, that really just brought me back down to a base level where I could actually just get quiet, really calm the body. And this is a normal occurrence for us here at Cliff Bar. So it's really cool. We use that. We have a quiet room where we use a biomat and we're using Ian's music in addition to the biomat. And it's, it's paying huge dividends and not to go off task, but that quiet room, people were teasing me about it in the corporate setting initially. And it was so popular, we had to add a second one. People are using it that much. So there is a demand and a need for it. And it's huge. And not to mention that when we talk about stress, Ian's done a lot of work with veterans 
um, from the military and has had great success. And with that, I'd like to pitch it over to you, Ian, to, for you to share more about some of the stories that you've uh, experienced with your clients. Yeah, so uh, we have an album called the Pain Relief Album um, that really just targets um, relieving pain in the body through different frequencies that we're using. And um, the a lot of the veterans that we're working with have you know had three, four, sometimes five surgeries or more uh, for some of their injuries, and the the threshold and levels of pain that they're dealing with are just you know probably more than what the average person could imagine. And these guys are saying that these albums are helping them to get sleep and to actually um, relax the mind to even get into the point of where they could even, you know, begin to settle down into like a nightly routine. And there's even people that have, you know, given us video testimonials saying that it's almost like they feel like the music helps separate them uh, from their body for a moment where they are disconnected from the pain to that point where they feel like they're almost hovering over their body. And when they stop listening, they said it would take two or three hours before the pain would even come back to them. So they were saying that, you know, this was like a huge help for them to get sleep. And a lot of them even listen to it for the duration of their sleep and helps them to do that. So it's just been really humbling to be a part of a process where people are using these tools in that capacity. And, and the last one I'll say is probably one of the most noteworthy ones that I can remember in the last few years is there was a woman that took her uh, music on her iPod or her phone uh, into the dentist office and had a cavity filled completely, the whole process procedure done without uh, sedative. She didn't do Novocaine or any of that. And the dentist was so impressed that he called us asking to have a conversation about the music and wanted to learn more. And he ultimately became uh, an affiliate and started using it with his other uh, patients because he saw such a, you know, uh, he was so shocked by that, that interaction. And so, um, yeah, this just, it's been really, really humbling to be a part of that and to see it used in so many different ways that, you know, when we started uh, initially creating this, it was for, you know, one, two or three different focuses that we were working on. It's just grown into such a broad spectrum of people really utilizing these in different ways. So that's amazing. Yeah. So did, you, did someone have one more thing? I heard a sound pop in. Joe was saying something. Yeah, know. there we go. Okay, Evan. So to wrap up your original question, how can we use this as FDNs? So this is another tool. It really is. So what separates us from other practitioners is our education, how thorough we are. But if we layer this on top of that, that's what makes us separated for sure. I mean, we're very, very thorough and we're looking at alternative ways to do this. Ian told me one story about a woman that had a son that was very, very sick. And this kid actually was unable to get out of the bed and was bedridden for quite some time and had a very lengthy health history of problems. Ian actually worked with this person and within what, a month or so, Ian, this, this kid actually was able to get out of the bed and start walking and turned his life around. That in addition to our lab work and what we do as FDNs, it, it's huge. I mean, so it's the full package because I really do believe in dress. It's a five pillar program, but we can't look at just one. And this is just another way to help take our clients to the next level. So right. that's how I would say you'd use it. Nice. All right. Well, this is amazing because like for me, 
Um, I know we're talking about the practical side now, and then guys, for those that are on the zoom, you'll be able to, uh, I think we'll have some time for questions here. It looks like that'll be permitted. Um, and if you're on Facebook watching, I will check the Facebook comments just so you know, zoom always gets priority. So I'll go here first and then I'll go to Facebook second. Um, but what I'm wondering is I'm like, all right, cool. So instantly I'm thinking about my girlfriend, business partner, and I, we have this little functional medicine studio that we started this past year. We do red light therapy and other things, but sound is always playing in the background. And we go back and forth with like just these generic YouTube tracks of like 60 minute meditations, which they're great and all, but I'm thinking, wow, if I could do something more targeted and we're going to play the music anyway, that's like, it's a 40 minute treatment. And all they're listening to is the stuff that we have already. Well, this makes sense to me. So then for the FDNs that are usually not working in person. They're working um, online with someone else. Practically speaking, how does this work? What would it cost? Um, I'd love to get into the logistics of it now. Yeah. So the affiliate program for a single practitioner starts off at 777 for the year. We have created a code, the, it's FDN22 for you guys. And so by using that code at the sign up on the website, for the membership affiliate program, you they would be saving 20% um, off the program for that using that code. Um, and what you're getting is basically you're getting support for the whole year. So that's, you know, email and phone support. If there's questions like, you know, I have a client, this is coming up, what frequency should I use for this? Um, there's support in that way. There's also, you're getting the albums, you're getting two free albums plus the month you sign up for. So you're starting with three albums right off the bat. And then every month you're getting a new album. Those albums that are coming have information about the frequency so that you have full transparency to talk about this with your community or your clients um, and sharing the music that way. You're also getting um, the affiliate code. So now any kind of content that you're creating on social media is now monetizable where you can say, hey, if you like the music in this video or you like the music from this post, um, you can purchase using this code. They'd have their own affiliate code. And then every post that they're creating, any kind of social media, podcast, any of that thing is now monetizable. And then also working with clients one-on-one -on -one or in group settings like a, a retreat or an event um, that you're using the music in. Now, if people are like, hey, I really like that music, you, you can actually sell direct the music that way and ultimately have the, the goal where you can create your own white label, you know, your own branded package of like guided meditations, life coaching, any of that kind of stuff as well. So a lot of, you know, basically that's what you're getting uh, for that price. And then also just the permissions and uh, the license to use it in a commercial setting without worrying about being sued from someone. And, and what I mean by that is a lot of people are like, well, what does that mean? Um, we were working at Carnegie Mellon uh, two years ago. And when we were there, a woman came up to us after the event and she ran a yoga studio. She had six yoga studios. She had 55 teachers working under her. She was getting sued for $155,000 from BMI. Now, BMI is a performing rights organization. A lot of people refer to them as pros. And they sent someone in undercover and showed proof that they were using Spotify playlists without license in these classes when all of these teachers were using it at six different studios. So they were going to make an example out of her and sue her for co copyright infringement using other people's, you know, and so she was asking me why well, pay the $10 a month for Spotify. And I said, you do, but that's for you personally, for your car rides or you at home. It's not 55 teachers at six different locations using your sign in 
to, to get in there and, and to use this music. And she said, well, I don't understand. And I said, okay, let's flip it. And I said, let's say I took a music video of mine and I put your yoga class in there, you know, like made it to where your beauty, your flow, your demeanor, your personality engaged people, you know, in this video. And I was making money off of every stream that came through. And let's say it racked up a million streams or 2 million streams. And I said, if you saw that, would you not be upset? And she goes, yeah, I would be upset. And I said, well, that's how musicians feel when you use their music and without permission. And I said, another way to look at that is like if Trump or Bill Clinton or some president uses a song for their campaign trail and they don't ask permission, you know, and then the musician disagrees with how that person is choosing to promote themselves, you know, what, what uh, party they stand for, what their, you know, morals are. And, and I said, you know, so the musician wants the right to say, hey, I don't want my music associated with that lifestyle, right? So I was like, these are the kind of things that come up as why this is important. You want to be an in integrity as a business owner to be an in integrity with your business and to move forward in a positive fashion and attract like-minded positivity to your practice. And this is just another extension of that, um, you know, and all of us have to think in those ways. And it's something that when I started this business, it really made me check myself and a lot of the things like how I was interacting with other businesses and the way that I was wanting to promote myself and all of that. So I think that it's, um, this is the new paradigm of business is a synergistic, you know, giving. And, and one of the things I'll say to close this is in the back end, let's say someone becomes from the FDN network becomes a affiliate. One of the things that's really neat is if another practitioner that they interact with comes to one of their classes or workshops and says, man, I really like the music you're using. I want to use that in my practice. If they sign up, what we have is called gratitude payment. So if someone signs up, it's not like a multi-level marketing. It's not something you have to do. But if the opportunity presents itself and someone signs up for our program through that interaction, they will actually get a kickback for every person that signs up. And if people buy albums, they get percentages of every sale. So there's always a synergistic give and take on this. And I believe that this is the new paradigm of business moving forward. Gotcha. All right, cool. Well, and I mean, what you just said about the Spotify thing too, I think this is something that most of us don't think about. Um, I won't admit it live on a camera now, but I'm assuming <laughs> at our studio, we probably do use Spotify sometimes instead of just like, I would guess YouTube's fine because it's free and, you know, I could sit there and watch it with three friends. I don't think that's an issue. Um, but the Spotify, right. I think, yeah, it's actually a really good point. Um, and mm -hmm. it, obviously, I'm assuming this yoga instructor, this was totally innocent and not with malintent. But yeah, you don't even think about it. It's like, all right, well, there's 55 instructors. There's a bunch of people in the class. The potential that that should be is way, worth way more than a $10 subscription per month from one person. That should be like $550 just from the practitioners and then all the people. That's a very fair point. Um, and I think if nothing else, and I feel like our FDNs think like this, this is the moral thing to do. You always do good in business because it all comes back anyway. So if for nothing else, do it for selfish reasons because <laughs> everything you put out comes back in one way or another. So yeah, you can go uh, use someone else's stuff now for free, but I guarantee that's going to come back in some other way. So you might as well just put the good out. Um, if anyone has questions, I think we're we're probably safe to start asking some of those. So please, um, our friends online, you can either raise your hand and you can do that by clicking the raise hand button, um, or you could type something in the chat. It is up to you. And I definitely will have some uh, other questions, if nothing else, but I want to give these guys a second and I'm going to check Facebook as well. Um, while we're waiting then, my, my first obvious question is uh, for Joe or Ian, is there anything today 
let's questions aside that maybe we still need to touch on that maybe we just didn't naturally get to. Yeah, so I I did want to say one more thing. Sure. Ian forgot to mention that every month he makes new albums. These new albums are exclusive for the affiliates. He has a library that you can buy and certain albums you can buy, but the affiliate program it's really cool in addition to as he mentioned the information that goes along with each song. Those are just for affiliates. So those are exclusive. So people outside aren't going to be able to have the same music, which makes you a little more exclusive. So I just thought I'd share that. Very cool. Um, we have one. Well, actually, I, I see the hand raise and I will get to you in just a second. Michelle asked in the chat, she said link for music. So uh, Michelle, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm guessing she meant maybe there's like a sample of something. It's, it's, I'm assuming that's available somewhere to check, uh, check it out. Yeah, so listeningtosmile.com, there's samples of the music that you can listen to, and there's also more information that you can find out to read more. And uh, the, the links to the membership program at the top of the page, it, it says sign up. Um, and then right beside that, you'll see services. And in the services, there's a membership uh, you know, um, there that they can click on, fill out the form, and sign up on the website. And, you know, that that right before they get to the sign up link, there's more information that they can learn. Just all the things that they get is kind of laid out on that page, the membership page on the website. So just listening to smile.com at the top, there's services and you'll go to the membership service and then it gives everything there, sign up link and everything. That is a wonderful name um, because, you know, it's always like tough when you have a business that uh, it's not easy to remember, but listening to smile.com, that's about as easy as it gets. So I just put that in the chat for everyone. I, I would assume that you guys could spell that, but you know, it's nice to have. So thank you, Michelle, for the question. If anyone else has one, drop it in the chat. But I also see a hand raised and it is from one of my favorite FDNs, Marianne. Hello, Marianne. How are you? Well, we got to get you unmuted first, but let me ask you. There we go. Hi. Hi. Um, thank you. I have a question because I have a client who is having weight problems. And I know you mentioned, Ian, that you had weight issues and music was part of it. Can you explain what you were doing with music that helped with that weight loss? I was grieving. <laughs> so, I mean, that's, the, that's the, the most simplest way to put it. Um, yeah, I was 320 pounds and I was using food as a crutch. So I was getting those dopamine hits, chocolate and sweets and, you know, just all the uh, stuff to get through the day uh, fighting the depression. And so what the music did was uh, I think it was the first time I can ever really remember setting with myself in peace. And I remember the first time that happened with the binaural beats, it just tears started streaming down my face. And I wasn't grieving, like I wasn't crying, but it was just tears pouring out. And it was really a sign that my body was craving that sense of pause um, that I wasn't giving it. And, um, and so when I started grieving, I started feeling the chemical changes in my brain and my body. Um, and it just, you know, I would think a lot of people from the outside in might even say it was like a depression, like crying. But for me, it was a joy of emptying out. And I think a lot of that weight was padding that I was putting on to protect myself from myself and the world and just, you know, that whole interaction. So there was a, a real, I believe, um, creating new neuro pathways through using the frequency of 528. 528 hertz was the frequency of love. It's what I really felt drawn to the most. Um, and I've since used it with other clients that had weight issues. Um, and it seemed to really help. Now, 
they're, it's not just going to be the process of listening to the music. They're going to have to interact with you on other deeper levels and facets to create that. And what I mean by that is people, uh, I was asked on a podcast one time, what is the first step for healing? And I said, number one is mindset. And I believe that the music was helping me with the mindset of looking at my life differently from a new perspective that I was unwilling to before. And then what happened is through the new perspective, I started thinking like, I don't want to be fat and overweight anymore. I don't want to be miserable to move um, and depressed all the time. So I had to make better choices with food. And so I actually started reading books about nutrition and food and food combinations things that I was unwilling to read before. So that was a start was the mindset. And I think that that 528 Hertz really helped me empty out the grief and the pain and the trauma that was in my body so that I could get to that new perspective of making better choices. And that was really reading first and educating and then putting into action. And I think the music was my support the whole time that I was doing that. Thank you so much. I think that's really a great um, testament to what you were going through. And I know some people that probably are holding on to some of that stuff too. And so yeah. that's really helpful. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Cool. Thanks for the question, Marianne. Um, next up, we have Naomi. Hello, hello. I will ask you. Oh, sorry, you were unmuted and I just muted you again. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you did it very quick. So you are good to go. Please <laughs> ask your question. Uh, this is really fascinating. So you might have mentioned this and, and maybe I missed it, but um, with the membership, is there also guidance for us or is it more the access to the music? So you guys will each get an orientation. So it's a Zoom call and you'll get also uh, a PDF orientation. And then from there, you have support for the whole year. And then every month that the albums come, there's information that kind of leads you with where these frequency tracks would best be utilized. Oh, okay. But yeah, but the thing that's really neat is that you get three albums when you first sign up and then you get a new album every month for the rest of the year. Um, so it's a one year, you know, that you would have to renew the next year to utilize the music in that, in that commercial setting again, but it's a one year membership. And then in that you're also able to create your own playlist. So if you had, a group of people that you are more movement based, you might want more mid tempo and upbeat music in that in that setting. If you're working with like a meditation group or creating something for sleep or pain relief, you probably want more meditative tracks. So you're able to create these different um, uh, approaches, you know, based on the groups of people you're working with, and you can kind of move and create your own playlist. And the last thing I'll say is just the reason why I like the affiliate program is that these songs are only, like Joe said, they're only available through the program. They're not out on Spotify or YouTube. So no one has contact to these tracks. So when they first hear them, it's their first experience. It's not like they've heard something before and it could be a trigger. I heard one time uh, there was a girl in a yoga class that shared with me. She said, oh, I really like my yoga instructor, but she uses all this music that I listened to with my last boyfriend. And every time she plays the tracks, it brings up all this bad mojo for me. And so I had to quit going to the class. And mm -hmm. so I was thinking like, I had never thought about people having attachments to music in that way to that, you know, that degree. And so I think that's one of the things that's so cool is this is the first time these people will hear this music. And the fact that there's always new music every month, it keeps it fresh and you can work with different music in that way. Yeah. yeah that's cool. So, and then just to clarify, um, 
if we were to join and then next year, do you, it's new albums and everything that are released monthly, but do you still have access to the year or you need to continue to have access from the previous year? Yeah. Yeah. So you'll have, you'll have personal access to the music. You get to keep the music, but using it in a commercial setting, you need the license to to do that each year. Yes. Thank you. Yes. No problem. Thanks. Yeah. No problem. Very cool. Thanks for the questions. Um, Guys, I think this is going to be your last shot. So if you have any questions, you can raise your hand or drop it in the chat. Okay. um, Naomi asked again, what was the discount code? FDN22, the year 22. So FDN22, and that gets 20% off. Okay, great. Thank you. And then I just wanted to tell you for whatever it's worth, um, this woman, as she's really cool, her name's Liz Georges, and she commented to us on Facebook. She said, this is really interesting and exciting. I'm definitely sharing this with a couple healing centers nearby. Awesome. Yeah, That's cool. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to go check it out myself because I feel like this is just very interesting for what we do um, at our business. And I'm thinking about how certain clients come in for certain conditions and this is pretty advanced, pretty targeted. And I'm like, I could just put on music that they think is just super relaxing. And because I know for some people I could show them studies and this is still going to be a disconnect. We get a variety of people that come in our studio, but everyone knows relaxing music. So I was like, yeah, this is just happening to be the song that always plays when you come in, uh, Mr. Miss and so and so, right. So, um, that's actually really interesting. And, uh, it, it would kind of make so much sense at our studio. I just feel like we're always like, we're always juggling around trying to figure out like what to actually play. And we all play different things. So to have a set standard that is also grounded in health, that kind of seems like a no brainer to me. Um, It looks like that might be all for uh, the questions, but Ian, I just wanted to thank you for coming on today, Joe, thanks for helping uh, bridge this gap. And then just telling about those testimonials too. I'm, I'm always fascinated by that. I'm actually, I'm kind of like obsessed with the story part and to hear what this is doing for people this is amazing because this is even simpler than taking a supplement. And you'd think a supplement's easy, but I promise you, and everyone on here knows this, that's an FTN. Sometimes it can be a little uh, hard to stick to that every single day, or some uh, clients don't like swallowing a capsule. I have not met the human being yet that does not listen to music. And so to think that this can be done and be a legitimate healing modality or supportive of getting that mindset, right? Like it did for you, Ian, which I totally believe in, by the way, that the mindset comes first. Uh, healing is a personal development journey. Healing's the result, yeah. but the real journey is the personal development one. Um, so yeah, just thank you so much for coming on today. Any last words or are we good to go? I was just going to say that um, listening to smile on YouTube, if you type in listening to smile in YouTube, you can get to the, we have a page on there that's just testimonials right now. So I think there's like eight or so testimonials um, on there that people can, you know, scroll through and check through. And, um, and I'll just say, you know, in my personal opinion, I think in today's uh, mainstream medical field, for me, testimonials that are unpaid testimonials that are, you know, uh, freely given. Um, yes, I saw the question. So yes, uh, basically on the coupon code is where they're putting the FDN22 on the website. It says coupon code. That's what they just asked. (laughs) Sorry. Um, but yeah, I believe that testimonials speak volumes when you have, we have testimonials from Europe and Australia and, and Canada and, you know, all over the U S and, um, it's just, something that really means a lot to me because people are actually taking their own time and effort to put these out there and then they're sending them to us. And, uh, one, it helps us, you know, having that feedback, but two, uh, because they're unpaid, 
Uh, it just means a lot to me because a lot of the clinical studies that are out there these days, I mean, if you follow the money, a lot of the people who are paying for these clinical studies and holding them up to be, hey, this is a, a powerful thing to have this are the people who are benefiting from the study and they're paying for the study. And so I feel like there's kind of a contradiction, uh, you know, a, um, uh, in that practice. And so for me, it just personally means a lot to have these testimonials. So I love getting feedback from people that experience the music and then are willing to share in an unpaid way, um, you know, their experience with that. I think it means a lot these days. Yeah. Another thing I'd like to add in real quick before we leave Evan is actually Ian's also working with the like SPCA and animal groups because animals are actually benefiting it from it as well. So animals as are being uh, rehomed. So it helps animals as they transition off the street into their forever home. So wow. it's another cool feature. So animals also are benefiting from this music. I guess it's such an integral part to all of our existence. I mean, that that kind of makes sense, right? And at the end of the day, it's like, oh, well, dogs and cats don't make music. Well, they still are subject to frequency, though. And this is just <laughs> a targeted frequency. So, I mean, it really, it does, it makes a lot of sense when you actually think about it and just say it out loud. It's like, of course, it could be affecting them. And I know half the people that are listening to this that are dog owners or watching this also leave the damn radio on for their dog when they leave the house. <laughs> so, um, I know like my parents do for the family dog. And it's like, you know, this poor dog's getting to hear about like the heartbreak of country songs. And it'd be great for this dog to have some actual healing therapy instead of uh, just hearing that kind of music. Um, oh, Stephanie just purchased. Uh, she's excited to use that. That's awesome. All right, great. I'm glad uh, this is already being used by people. I'm going to have to look into it a little more, but man, all right, awesome. And she did specify guys for those listening um, to the podcast version or on Facebook, the code is lowercase FDN22. I'll make sure that's in the comments on Facebook for you guys. And I'll make sure that's in the show notes uh, when I post it as the podcast. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. And I, I'm glad thank I got you. to host this today. Maybe they'll let me do it again sometimes. So thank you guys very much. You're awesome. Thank you. Take care. Thanks, guys. Yes.